This is the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 263. Joining me this evening, Mac. Hey, everybody. Well, that was enthusiastic, wasn't it? Pushed. <laughs> and we have Ian. Greetings. I am here in Colorado where I have been suffering under the dangerous socialist ideas of a government keeping the means to power a society running so our houses have power and water even though the weather got nasty. All right, just it's sit down and do what your government told. Just, just sit down and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> we have Mad Cat with us. <laughs> I'm not having that kind of drum hoping. All right, braggart. And of course, we have the dumbass himself. Invention, my dear friends, is 93% perspiration, 6% electricity, 4% evaporation, and 2% butterscotch ripple. <laughs> okay. We, we, we can't do that in Texas. We're missing electricity. <laughs> Some say that would make it even easier. <laughs> so you're putting your food out on the lawn. Is it still cold enough to put your food out on the lawn? Not in Texas, no. Okay. Hey, can you can you talk into the microphone directly or turn it up? I'm I'm having trouble hearing you. I'm sorry, Meg. You know, I, I hate to trouble you. You know, with with the whole audio thing. You know, we're we're just making a podcast here. Is that better? Oh yes! Oh. Holy mackerel, that's better. We can hear you now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Should I turn it down a bit? Maybe now? a little. Maybe a little. Maybe a little bit. You should turn it down. Yeah. Well, there. All right. Perfect. Yes, we'll go with that. Yeah, that, that actually brings okay. up a that brings up a question. Yeah. So. You know, I know that you're not a not a big believer in the the Christian faith. And I <laughs> I don't believe in the Christian faith either. I do not believe it exists. <laughs> wow. Fair enough. It's it's, right. it's all conspiracy. The everybody who claims to be a Christian is lying. So I mean, seriously, do they me. really believe in that <laughs> nonsense? <laughs> all right, let him finish. Anytime, whenever you're ready. Oh God, please. So, uh, you know, I'm I'm guessing. You guys know about the uh, the myth of the uh, miracle of the loaves and fishes. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so would that fish that was generated would that be holy mackerel? <laughs> it's at the yes. the uh, oranges. It would depend if it was a mackerel, would it not? Or was it, is that the oranges? As our last president would say, of the holy mackerel. Yeah, I do not I know. You know so, somebody somebody like checked on what kind of fish. Uh, exist in that part of the Mideast, and if there are no mackerel in that area, then it couldn't have been a holy mackerel. <laughs> All right. <sighs> uh, anything else? I heard I heard that Georgie and Armand are on vacation again. You're always on vacation. It does seem that way. <laughs> do those fucking assholes do ever do any work? <laughs> well, if you read the first novel, you could actually see the work they do in the hotel. But you have to realize every few centuries they need a break. And when Georgie can convince Armand to take one, he goes for it. And so um, a spirited locale is the sixth of the vacation stories so far for them. And um, this time it is basically a um, haunted house encounter. But um, another fun one of sewing. The, I, I, the more I write the two of them, the more I love their relationship. And... It's really some of these stories, just getting into them and getting their relationship and how they need each other so badly to um, feel right has been great. I love writing the characters. Thank you for creating them, Brian. Oh, you're welcome. I hope so you can make some money at these guys so you can double my pay. <laughs> I'll double your podcast pay. One of these days when I actually start making a profit off my writing, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Uh, you, 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 you make a living first before I, I'm, I'm doing okay. Yeah. I have a job. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we move on here? Hmm. 
Uh, I got uh, K, 1K people have watched one of my, um, one of my YouTube. One of your cat videos. Videos. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right. Imagine that, getting a lot of views on a cat video on the internet. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, you know what? You don't have to take this away from her. You don't have to take it away from her. That is good, though. It's a, a thousand views, though. That, uh, oh, quite an accomplishment. I'm, I'm just happy something of mine got a thousand views. No, on I think YouTube. it's great. Listen, there's, a, yeah. there, there's so many people doing content out there. And, you know, the, there's a few that capitalize on it and they get the millions of views and stuff like that. But there are plenty of other people out there making good stuff that doesn't get seen. Mm-hmm. The algorithm just sure. doesn't, you know, it, it, just, it doesn't, it, it, if you're not already big, it kind of punishes you, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. Anyway, it does. And uh, sometimes you have to even um, find other people in the same, same situation to even get, get word out for your channel. Sure. Sure. Mm. Uh, you know, I, yeah, yeah, uh, you got because um, uh, you got to make it uh, niche sometimes so that uh, people will tune in. And I, uh, I think too, like, um, just if uh, I've always said, if you've uh, even got just like fifty people listening to you, it's like that's if you had those people in uh, in a room in front of the you wanting to hear what you say, would you refuse to entertain them? Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, sure. No. I have over hundred right now. That's good. Um, Woohoo! Congratulations. Yeah. And I even got stickers now. All right. Well, t- you want to tell people your, your YouTube address here before we move on? Oh, my YouTube address is <laughs> Okay. I, if you don't have your YouTube address, we'll take your Gettysburg. This is well, why you have so few Sherry, followers. Just look up Sherry Lynn Madcap nah, but, and find it. Oh, Sherry Lynn, you're giving your both, name now. Uh, See? Both of our listeners look up Sherry Lynn Madcap. All right. Well, uh, We'll get those numbers up by two for you. (laughs) (laughs) Two more people. (laughs) Two more people. We can get you two more people. You know, if we can't do that, what are we doing? All right. Well, Ian or or Matt, you know, dumbass says that, uh, that, uh, Matt, that I, that I browbeat you into introducing the new segment or the next segment. I, 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 I'm not browbeating anybody this week. Uh, except for maybe dumbass. So dumbass can introduce the next segment. Brian, are you saying your toys got damaged in the um, flooding of your house? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for browbeating. <laughs> Listen, those toys are those toys are waterproof. We've got it covered. I will, I will take the browbeating. <laughs> <clears throat> it is time for Ian Dumbass's masturbation moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. I think I and... do better. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I do better. <laughs> I helped. <laughs> the Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Alright, what do we got tonight? All right, uh, Demon Brian, uh, we have uh, an article that I have put in from a site called scarymommy.com. It says, uh, why all parents need to have the porn talk with their kids uh, by a woman named Kimberly Zapata. So I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm with you on this. It's Ian you're going to have to convince. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I brought up, I, I, do, I have to have kind of mixed feelings about this article because okay. I, I kind of do agree basically with what they're saying. These kind of things are important to talk about with uh, kids. 
But it seems interesting that to me that they're singling out porn as like ultra important about this kind of thing, because uh, I think a lot of this is stuff that you can apply to other forms of media as well. Like says here, you you need to have the porn talk with your uh, children because it's important uh, for them to know that this is fantasy and doesn't always align with how align with how sex works in reality, Um, which is true. uh, But it's uh, it's also true that that's pretty much the same thing as any movie out there or any kind of media is offering you some kind of fantasy that's emphasizing some sort of uh, thing to an unrealistic degree for you. Okay. So I see uh, and it's important to tell them that you need to, you, you need to like keep this in mind with all sorts of media. So star Wars is fiction. Porn is fiction. Both are important to, to, to <laughs> remind people. <laughs> did you hear me? Ian? Yes. Ian? Let, let me, let me, let me express it. Ian, I, did you hear I me? I mean, I've, I've heard, I've heard the opinion romance movies and rom-coms are give like uh, a very misleading view of how love is supposed to work i think yeah. that i think there's some truth to that i i, I don't I actually saw a yeah. uh, i saw a kind of a brilliantly subversive film um called that's so romantic and it's essentially it's, it's rebel wilson and she's a person who is not into rom-coms who basically gets gets knocked on the head and thrust into a rom-com world. okay i mean and <clears throat> Her first observation is, okay, something's wrong. You are way too hot to be a doctor. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, she gets knocked on the head. She's in the oh, hospital. okay, okay. And the uh, first doctor she sees, played by Tom Ellis from Lucifer. <laughs> I think he, I love Tom Ellis. Oh, yeah. So going from that to this, mm-hmm. I'm quite sure our reference on this is going to be yeah you should talk to your kids about a whole bunch of subjects right i think mm-hmm. that though here's the thing that it, it's okay to pick a subject and say this is important to talk to your kids about but i mean look at the look at the source on this scarymommy.com what the heck yeah, is well, this if you read it the overall essence is teach your kids the difference between fantasy and reality in everything you know? right the, right. the, the next okay. part of this is uh, sex requires consent which is not always shown in porn I think most of the time uh, consent is assumed uh, by the fact that uh, you know, people are really into it. Uh, sometimes there is like uh, rape porn and stuff like that. And yeah. I think it's good to talk to your kids that these are people I, acting in a fantasy and uh, not an actual rape happening. Um, if that's something that you or anybody is into, it's not a bad thing. Right. But just keep in mind that this is not uh, it, it is not in. This rape porn like this is not intended to show uh, how you should really react with people. I well, think though that uh, if if you know if you order a pizza in that kind of a movie, it, consent is implied. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the idea I, I don't hear that, anybody complaining. <laughs> the idea behind that's interesting because they're saying it's porn, but actually I think um, we're more likely to see issues with consent. You know, we're talking about um, romantic comedies and stuff. And TV, mm. there's a lot of stuff that there's actual real issues of um, consent in the you know the guy being overly aggressive and oh I can win her over if I keep trying and it's like yeah. that's actually way more unrealistic um, you know in the fact that no you if the woman says no she doesn't want you around you need to back off so but I I, I don't know Ian I think stalking is romantic oh god <laughs> so I'm watching a, a TV no. show right now on um, on Netflix called Tribes of Europa. And in one of the episodes, um, one of the um, one of the women who's fairly high placed in this society, she's she's taking male slaves. So she so she has this this group of male slaves. And in one scene, one one of the um, one of the slaves is not consenting. He is stripped, and she and, and essentially is raped by her. Yeah. 
Well, um, I love the show Futurama, but they do have the one episode where all the guys are captured by the giant Amazonian women and are um, chained up and said, okay, you have to have sex with all of us now as your punishment for your crimes. And, you know, that, that definitely was not consent. Yeah, so I think that there are times when so, you yeah. can do that in fiction, right? I mean, to, to make a point. Right? I mean, certainly yeah. the actor was consenting, I assume, right? Even though yeah, the scene even, was not consenting. You can definitely get away with it a lot more uh, a lot more easily if it's a man who is in the non-consenting position rather I, than a woman. I agree with you yeah. on that, right? This this was a role reversal scene, right? And and it's going to be hard for a sexist to come out and 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 take issue with it, you know. And, and but certainly it was it, it's fiction. The the show is ex- very, you know, is you know, is basically, you know, it's post-apocalyptic. Um, and I mean, it, but it it was a rape, right? But yeah. but this but and this this you know this man had no consent in the issue, right? He could have consented, but he really wasn't consenting, right? But it is fiction, and I think yeah. that my you know my kids understand that things that they see on the internet and things that they see on TV are fiction. We've told them that, and I think and I think that that's the key piece. TV and and much of what you see on the internet is fiction when people like do a fiction together that there's a lot of consent involved in that that's extra consent and it's good to like point that out people who are acting in something together are consenting to uh portray this image together even that if that image uh might seem uh unpleasant yeah and the other thing is is that they have signed a consent paper yes and all the consent and all that other stuff for it now, you, you hear some stories of Hollywood crossing lines. But that's not supposed um, to how it's supposed to but, be, right? I mean, and yeah. so, yeah, so I agree that there are times when this is problematic, and those times should be addressed. But for the most part, I think, I, I hope that what we see on television and what we see, you know, on Pornhub is consensual, that, that, right. that people have mm. agreed to be yeah. in those scenes. If they're not, then it should be addressed. But I, as the viewer... And not in the position to make that determination. That has to be made by the, made by the right. people in the scenes, and they have to take the appropriate action. If mm. they can't for some reason, yeah. I mean, then that has to be addressed too. But I, I don't, we can't go around assuming that stuff that we see on TV and, and on Pornhub is non-consensual, right? I mean, Agreed there. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, as a frequent user of Pornhub, Pornhub, uh, please uh, send me uh, some money <laughs> or a free account or something. Uh, I will <laughs> gladly shill for you. Um. Uh, yes, I, I, it's important to me uh, uh, when I look at that kind of stuff that, uh, like, even if there's something that's uh, seemingly non-consensual happened, that is really like actually consent behind that. Right. Right. Well, that's one yeah. difference. Porn in general should be something you kind of can get into without thinking about. While our um, what's put on the TV for everyone to see, I, I want there to be more thought about. If, if there's a show that actually does cross the line with consent. That to me is a bigger deal. Well, because, this, you know. Yeah. This show that I'm watching did exactly that. But, and yeah. now there was warnings at the beginning that, you know, that there was going to be, you know, sexual, you know, I mean, that, um, I forget exactly what the warning was, but basically, I mean, it, it, it told me from the beginning that, that, you know, that that was going to happen. Right. So, um, I have seen a lot of, a lot of videos where the models, are actually coming on beforehand and they're introducing themselves and they're telling people on film that no, they are not being coerced to do anything that they're being paid and that they have a safe word that, uh, that they can use if something gets to be in too intense. 
My safe word and is so Ted now, Cruz. So, so now all our viewers know that we are big perverts and have only been watching quite a bit of porn. I don't think that was in depth. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that was. Uh, I don't think that was the big reveal for this season. I think <laughs> that nobody was in suspense on that. Brian, you're safe for what? Ted Cruz. Hey, Chris, oh. That's my safe word. I don't think that's that, that would turn word. anyone off. That shuts everything down. The scene is over I, at that point. If you use I don't that think safe word. That that's the best safe word, Brian. <laughs> the best safe word to use is actually meatloaf. Meatloaf. Oh, that's bad, too. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because it means you would do anything for love, but you won't do that. Ah, okay. Uh-huh. That's good. Oh, that's good. Okay. Very good. I saw I that. I should tell my BDSM friends about that one. <laughs> I saw that as a meme on Facebook, and I had to share that. Share my Ted Cruz with him, one with him, too. Dumbass. <laughs> see, see if that'll shut down a scene. <laughs> uh, Time to, ima- to imagine a right wing bigot in a BDSM scene. <laughs> it just doesn't work for me. I just, I just remember, can't, I can't remember that thing that uh, I said to you last week, Brian, about uh, how if uh, right wing parents uh, really wanted to uh, steer their kids away from porn. They're taking the wrong approach to it. They they ought to like make their kids watch porn with their parents and <laughs> write up long reports about it. Yeah, that'll that'll put it dramatize them into yeah. into not uh, watching porn. I mean, th- that's basically their whole deal, right? Traumatizing their kids into not having sex. Yeah, but it has it it, it backfires much of the time. I think <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm not sure that's gonna. That, not it's sure that's still gonna work their out. whole deal. <laughs> you know, um, in terms of non-consent stuff in mainstream uh, there's a there's a tv station called lifetime and enough said right there yeah god that one is uh, that one is just absolutely chock full of of non-consenting situations and you know stories of stories of women who've been affected by crimes is there anything else in this article that that I mean that that we need to I mean I mean we certainly we we I mean we have an opinion on this but is there anything in the article that that should be addressed and do we know anything more about scary mommy what what, what, what kind of site is this is this some well, just it some seems bizarre to be sex positive from some of okay. the other stuff I've read on it well, All right. good, okay there's a there's an article right below this one in fact it says uh, watching porn helped me discover my sexuality okay well okay well well you know what do the, the my question is. How do the one million moms feel about this? <laughs> well, that's probably what, um, why they're calling themselves Scary Mommy. <laughs> the one million moms might be a bit scared of them. Yeah, let's hope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm guessing that this is this is probably a a blog by multiple multiple mothers who are very very non non good. Maybe. Okay. So the about page says Scary Mommy is one of the largest, most influential, and trusted sources of entertainment information for millennial moms online. Yeah, but okay, but that's like saying oh, it that, must that, be at the bottom of the page, right? Not in their menus. That, that's yeah, like this is their about page. Have to scroll to them. Yeah, that, that's like calling yeah, the amateur page, and I didn't find it. It's like calling the amateur skeptics an award-winning, award-winning, you know, podcast that we've given ourselves, <laughs> right? I mean, who says who said that 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 that, that, that that's what they are? That that's their claim, uh, right? We are an award-defying podcast. There we go. I just I just read the first line on the about me page. All right. That's what they're claiming. Okay. So well. no, no mission statement in any of it. Though, All right. So. See, that's what I want. I really want a mission statement. I, I yeah. their their claim that they you know that they're of what they are is is immaterial. What what I want to know is what their mission statement is because yeah. that because only that will uh, let me know if they can accomplish this other thing they're claiming. 
It says we're a community of millions of women supporting <laughs> each other through acceptance, okay. empowerment, and the shared experience of it. Sure, fair it enough. Seems like a mission statement. Yeah. Okay. No, I like mm. that. I like that well enough. That's fine. Okay. We'll take it. Okay. All right. Let's move on. We well, boy, we got the the, the jackass is fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So, um, for those of you who don't know, here in the United States, we're kind of switched um our presidents recently. So we actually have a competent oh, you man did? running we, things. Wait, Congratulations. hold on, wait a second. Did you just say we have a switch <laughs> president? A new president. We have a, no, we have a switch president. Is hey, what man, you can said. Can you believe that they got any president? He's a dom and a sub, is what you're saying, right? He's a switch president. Is that is that what you're is that what you're pointing? Is that Weirdly what you're enough, I can almost see that. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you know, Biden's our new president, and well, one of the first nations, guys. That's awesome. <laughs> God, let him talk. <laughs> <laughs> We're very happy about it for the God, most part. You know, you, you get dumbasses mic fixed and he uses it. <laughs> so um, one of the big things was he came in being very pro LGBTQ plus right. Very much, you know, reversing a lot of the stuff that was done by the um, last administration to curb all that. Um, so not surprisingly, there are people that got upset with it. And apparently a Nigerian bishop. Pastor. Pa- and he's a pastor telling Biden to take to take a man as his second wife no, uh you you're he's taking he's telling Biden to take a Nigerian man as a second yes, wife yes uh, yeah to come down I, to Nigeria if I, were, to get, I mean, if I were Joseph Biden I would not accept this man's offer unless he sees the ring <laughs> <laughs> right it kind of seems to me like you know he should be paying the dowry right not Biden mm-hmm. well I mean yep. I may be missing the subtext I may not have it right here, but uh, <laughs> But, but the, the the guy's idea is if Biden really uh, Biden should just take a uh, man as his wife to show that he means business about LGBTQI plus rights. And my thought is to say that means you don't understand what the whole issue is. The well. whole point is not to force people to do stuff they don't want. So if you are forcing a person to take on a mate they don't desire to show that they back up the idea that people should be allowed to take on the mate they do desire. Well, I'm, I'm losing something here. Well, that is a bit of a Wait, wait, wait. You mean uh, I didn't have to have sex with that man to prove that I uh, wasn't LGBTQ? <laughs> um, hey, that's between you and the man, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but no, you, you don't need to be LGBTQ to promote the rights of LGBTQ people. You can so, be so so you're telling me that at, like uh, back during uh, civil rights protests, pe- people who, who who were in favor of interracial marriage didn't have to uh, go and uh, uh, take part in uh, take a wife who was of a different race. They didn't have to if they didn't want to. No, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I, that, the, well, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> my understanding is how, that, how can his statement be true and yet that not? That, you know, my understanding is that in in Nigeria, you know, anybody can get married. You know, to just you know, to, to somebody, you know, whether they're gay or lesbian or not, as long as they're willing to marry somebody of the opposite sex. So I don't. What's the problem? <laughs> but but that's part of the you know issue that's out there is all these religious people that are anti LGBTQ turn it into a whole different thing than it is. So so wait wait um, what you're telling me is that if I want to be could be like pro uh, pro handicapped people, I don't have to chop my legs off in order to take that position. No, in fact, in fact, you can support the Special Olympics without you yourself needing to be in it or having a kid or anyone connected to you participating. You could actually be oh, a damn, that's such a relief. Person. 
Right. That is right. Really, I've been wanting to support them for so long. And, <laughs> and if you're a congressman in a wheelchair, you can claim that you're training for 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 the Special Olympics, and and you know, and get yourself a new job. Sorry, that's that's a totally different okay. topic. Have you not heard about this guy? I have. We'll, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about no, it. I don't think I have. Yeah, yeah. No. That, okay. <laughs> That'll just derail us. <laughs> uh, it sounds like heinous fuckery involved. Oh yeah, this guy's this guy's a total. I mean, Marjorie Green is worse, but you know he's pretty bad. I, I don't know. Sorry, I just I just rather the, the 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 problem is that this is just so stupid. How 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 does this how, how does him saying this prove? I, I mean, how would that prove anything? You know, I mean, it does. That's the problem. It's just it's just but so asinine. It's just well, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a way of it's a way of changing the. Well, it's a red herring, is what it is. There you go. No, it's reflecting yeah. the real issue at hand. Yeah, yeah, that's it, a red herring. It's basically saying, okay. Well, if you don't really believe, if you don't do this, you don't believe what you say you believe. And so therefore, what you say is not important. But that's not the issue at all. You know, it it is it is telling, though, the effect that American politics has on the rest of the country, that, that this yeah. person in Nigeria is, you know, is so upset about what Biden is saying. Because it, it must have an effect on, on, on them in some way. I can't be clear how that I, is. Uh, well, right? all of us in other countries get your entertainment, dude. Well, that's true. <laughs> that, maybe it is just an entertainment factor. I don't know. I just assumed he was trying to get citizenship here. <laughs> well, he, <laughs> uh, no, for that he needed to, for that he needed to come over illegally and marry a billionaire, and then have the billionaire proclaim that what he just did was actually a horrible thing for anyone else to do. Yeah. Do we know if this guy's a model? I don't know anything about this guy. So I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if um, Trump might be looking for a new um, partner here soon. <laughs> it's true. I, I see where you're going now. <laughs> he looks a little old for Trump. Um, true. Yeah, I mean, don't Trump's wives start keep keep getting younger? You know, just like Batman's Robins. Don't they get younger every <laughs> time? You know, pretty much Trump Trump is going to be marrying, and Batman is going to be training training sperm. So I don't know. I, I, I make the assumption that Trump is marrying younger every time, but I guess I don't know that for sure. All right. This guy is a total piece of trash. Yes, he's a bigot. We get it. I, I guess the, the real question I have is, why does he feel the need to make these statements, right? How is this policy affecting him? That's what That's what I'm really kind of curious about. Well, but we see that quite often from sure. the, um, you know, the evangelistic left. Right, it, I mean, and and maybe it's just right. a matter of the it, fact that it, it gets it's my attention. eroding the institution of marriage, Brian. Can't you see it crumbling before your eye? Only because I, I it's unnecessary. Politicians that keep having affairs with their next wives before they divorce divorce the one they're with. And they're Brian, like Brian, before you know it, you'll get into the gay agenda. You will, you will, uh, you you will marry another man, and you will leave your wife behind, uh, leaving your tradition traditional marriage in crumbles. And your and your children's eyes will be streaked with tears. Why, Papa? Why have you left us, Papa? Okay, but Brian, I think dumbass is making uh, a, is proposing to you. Right yeah, now. yeah, but that that that's just part of the course. But the the real question is that, that he's I right would that hold that. Out the ring. <laughs> I I will that 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 straw man though that the dumbass is presenting is the one that we hear all the time. If, you know, yeah. if, if we allow the the gays to get married, then then heterosexuals somehow are going to stop getting married and stop having kids, and our society is you know will stop procreating and our society is going to disappear. Are you kidding me? Uh. That is not going to make people stop having sex and having kids, whether uh. they're married or not. 
Well, we also historically know homosexuality has been around since the beginning of mankind. Oh, yeah, it hasn't changed. The amount of people so it's, that... It's I mean, nothing new. It hasn't destroyed mankind in the um, thousands of years before now. Why is it all suddenly sudden going to do that? Allowing same-sex marriages doesn't make heterosexuals want a same-sex marriage. It just it, It's just an asinine thing to even consider. Yeah. yeah, Brian, but- try telling that to the tear-straight <laughs> faces of your children as uh, they're begging you to stay with them. Uh, seriously, Brian, I, I, that sounds to me like a proposal. Are, are you ready to move to Canada? Brian, yeah. the, wrong, the problem is that is that's the wrong strong man. For the, I will accept you with open arms, Brian. <laughs> you, know, you know what? The, he hasn't, until he puts a ring man. on it. <laughs> All right. We, we were interrupting Sean. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> Y'all just go on with your little stories. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I completely meant to hand it over to you there and I interrupted <laughs> you. <laughs> your timing is excellent. All right, Mac, you got one more thing to say before we move on? Uh, yeah, I was just saying that the, the straw man that they're using there is the wrong straw man. The correct straw man to use is that if you allow gay marriage, then eventually, you know, people will be marrying their toasters and fax machines, <laughs> which assumes that you could even find a fax machine. It's, it's like the it's like the introduction of these sex dolls, right? You you know you hear people crying that well, I mean, they really need to be having relationships with other people. It's such a small segment of the population that can one afford them, and two that would want to like substitute a relationship with a real person with them. It's so insignificant that it's not even almost worth talking about. You know, I, I heard somebody talking about talking about sex dolls. There's a comedian, but she was talking about how you know she was finding out about how fascinating how fascinating the the relationships are between these men and their sex dolls, and how they. They has been looking into what happened sorry, hold past on. when winter auto they take care of their hair they put on their makeup and you know they uh they they take infinitely good care of them she says and i know now because of something else that i saw about i know that they're not going to replace women because the uh i saw a forum post from a bunch of guys on there does anyone have problem with problems with the eyes popped <laughs> and God. what she said was you know, the women who put these together in the factories, they have our backs. <laughs> oh, God. That's... I, saw, I saw a meme online uh, to the effect of, uh, what's, uh, what's with all this robot women will replace real women? I've seen your apartment. You can't even use coasters. You expect me to believe you're going to clean and maintain a robot that you come in? <laughs> that's good. That's good. All right. You guys, you, you guys have heard of the Green New Deal, right? Yeah. And, and you guys have heard about how it's destroying Texas, haven't you? Yep. Without even having to be um, implemented. Exactly. It's not even is law. It, that's how dangerous this is. That's how dangerous is it, this is. Is it getting in the way of Texas destroying Texas? Uh, <laughs> it could. It could. So 30 years of warnings to winterize Texas power plants, yet still frozen. Will Austin finally require it? So here's here's what happened. Historic freeze. So it's a you know it's been ten years since the last one, but um, ten years ago, and in even before that, they you know um, th- there's been occasional cold snaps here in Texas, and when it happens, it's catastrophic. So um, here in um, in Houston, where I am, it got down to about ten degrees in my area. That's for Texas. I know you guys are laughing at us, but for us, it doesn't get that cold that often. And yeah. 
and when it does, we are not prepared. And to be fair, my house is not prepared for that for that kind of situation. I have exposed copper pipes up in my attic, and it froze. Um, and that's my bad, right? Because because I should I should have had. I mean, I, I I've been living in this house for about three years, and I haven't winterized the pipes up there. Really was kind of unaware of just how bad things were until I got up into the attic and started looking around, and it was pretty horrified. Colorado, you don't have this issue, right? You, you, because <laughs> here, in Colorado, you winterize. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, in, you... and in Canada, you, you guys don't have the, the, this same issue of people not winterizing. You, you guys still are going to burst pipes, right, and, and have mm-hmm. freezes, and and you know the, the you, there's going to be problems. But I, I barely know anybody at this point who doesn't have a frozen pipe. And and quite frankly, there's a range of prices to fix these things depending on who you call. There is no standard depending on, and I think that some people probably got gouged. You know, I mean, I did this whole situation is, is send just my cousin Bob down there to breathe on it. You know, I, I don't know. I know where my pipes froze, and you know, my intention is to fix it. But 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 aside from that, we had a huge power problem, and and the first thing that came out. You know, I mean, is that uh, that you know the windmills froze and the and the solar panels, you know, could you know were, had snow on them and yada yada yada, right? And this was all because of the Green New Deal. But I mean, to to me, that I immediately went. I'm from Colorado. We have a lot of windmills. Uh, they have they have windmills in in Canada. They have windmills in Alaska. I think they have windmills on the Arctic too, right? Don't don't they in the um. You know, on, on, I wouldn't uh, doubt it. Yeah, I, I I think that there's windmills down there too. Wind turbines, sorry, not mills. We're not we're not making grain. Wind turbines, sorry, and they don't freeze. So why did Texas? Why number one? Okay, let let's let's take that at face value for a second there. Why did they freeze? Because, because we didn't because we did not winterize. It, they 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 did all of this wind on the cheap, and mm-hmm. at at most it's. Maybe uh, um you know on on non-peak hours right it can be as much as twenty five percent of the grid can be coming from wind but on during peak hours I think the most that it can get to is twelve percent so that means peak winter peak summer the windmills are only expected to provide about twelve percent something like that of our power um I I don't even know if it was how much solar I I I don't even know if they're they're talking about solar but. But solar panels, if you know, properly winterized, can still produce power with a foot of snow on them. They don't become they don't become useless as soon as a, they get a dusting of snow. Um, but and and also they're in, they're installed in such a way that snow and ice, you know, kind of slides off of them, right? If they're installed yep. properly, if I if it, you know you know that could be that they weren't installed properly down here, much like everything else. But the real story is here is that natural gas plants and a nuclear power plant went offline because of because of freezes. We had a nuclear power plant with a frozen pump. A nuclear power plant should never go offline, right? I mean it should I mean the, the well, idea if that frozen if a working. pump freezes, you're talking about you're talking about potential meltdown. Well I, I don't know. It, that depends on, on how things are built. There's usually proper safety measures in place for that. But I mean it it could be bad, but I think in this case they're able to, you know, to the, the you know if they it probably they can put the rods into you know into into back into the pools and that's probably fine right they probably they're probably prepared for going offline the other thing is um, coal plants and that we, we we they've been shutting them down that's true but also I my understanding is that many of them were down 
for because during the winter, you know, when, when there's less load, they do maintenance. So a lot. So even though they knew this storm was coming in, they were already down for maintenance. And that's a problem. Has been looking into what happened in the. Sorry, I just can't stop the autoplay. It wants to autoplay so much. It refreshed and started playing. How do they get this so wrong, dumbass? <laughs> I, I ask you because you build uh, websites. You're asking me, like, how was a part of it? <laughs> exactly. Dumbass, well, why is this happening to me? Well, when, when I was a part of the planning committee for this, I told them that they shouldn't have put <laughs> this all in place, but nobody listened to me because uh, uh, I was just a kid, I guess. So, <laughs> so anyway, so they, they so. The, and then we had freezes at gas plants and, and other coal manufacturers. And, and so, we, I mean, we were, I, I, my understanding is that, that um, ERCOT has come back and said that we were like five minutes away from like a major meltdown of the grid. And yeah. fortunately it didn't come in the, in, the, in, you know, this article it says, you know, they were doing rolling blackouts. Rolling blackouts are generally 30 minutes, right? That something that they kind of rolls around to, to prevent brownouts from other places. Eight hours is not a rolling blackout. It is if their if their time scale is on days. <laughs> yes, people. Forty hours is not a rolling blackout. I mean, it's it's insane. I I lost power, not as bad as many people, right? I mean, sixteen, twenty hours, whatever it was, two different days. I lost power, but people lost power for forty for forty hours. I, I mean, I, I I don't know. I I haven't looked. It's possible there's still people without power. You know, I mean, it's it was just that bad, <clears throat> and. In eleven years or ten years ago, in two thousand eleven, when we had that cold snap and had big had a huge, huge problems down here, they were told to winterize, and they didn't. Right. And so, the, but it's the, not profitable. Well, it's not profitable, but it's a known issue. Here's the: my, my power probably is cheaper than yours, right? But it comes at it comes at a cost that during a cold snap, when you don't want. I mean, people died from exposure. People died because right. they were sitting in their cars in their garages and running their cars. And, you know, and they died from carbon monoxide poisoning. I mean, the, these kinds of incidents shouldn't open happen. Movies that everybody should know about it by now. Well, you, I, I'm surprised they were, that they didn't open the garage. Right. Unless they didn't. But they didn't have power to do it. And maybe they didn't know how. I mean, I think it was I think it was a, um, a mother and her daughter. I'd, I'd have to check that and verify to be sure. Two men died from exposure. I know that for sure. I mean, it just it just it was it was pretty bad down here. It was brutal. Right, we're in a place that's just not designed and prepared for this kind of disaster, and they and they're saying that this is going to cost us more than Harvey did. It's crazy, right. and pipes exploding and ruining homes. I mean, it, all over the place, right? I, I I knew I had a frozen pipe, and you know we did we do have some damage. We got it turned off. I had a problem that my hot water heater—that's the line that froze—the valve that to turn it off was a gate valve instead of a ball ga- valve. And it and it failed, and so there was still pressure in the lines. So my hot water line bust in three places that I had to have fixed. And luckily, my neighbor knows a guy, right? Because he does home improvement stuff. And I got it. And I got it done. I got my. And I got things fixed. So, but what I had to do was every night. And so during the days it was getting above freezing. Finally, I would turn the water on, and we would run the water anyway, just to make sure that you know that things didn't refreeze on us. Mm-hmm. And at night. Before the freeze would come, I would turn off the water, drain the system, and and, and winterize every night for you know for a freeze. Mm. And that's what we did for three, four nights mm-hmm. to make sure that you know we didn't have another problem. I mean, it was bad. And what happened was I was running the water, and I had turned it off and forgot, froze, and just it didn't take long. And all of a sudden, my hot water pipe was frozen. 
and it was it was done at that point. I couldn't unfreeze it. I didn't really understand where it was frozen. I know now where it was frozen. Um, so I mean, but okay, my bad, right? But still, it, I mean, it. So many people, you know, but were Brian, affected by you're this. You're learning so much about taking care of a house now. I am. You're gonna have all this great knowledge. I am. Listen, I watch. I watch. A, I watch two videos on plumbing. I, I think I'm an expert now. You know what kills me before that? The the day before the freeze, I took my freezer apart. I watched two videos on on refrigerator repair too. I'm I'm pretty much an expert on that now too. Um, so I was able to you know take my freezer apart and fix it and get it all up and running. So luckily you know I got that fixed. But and it was cold enough to put stuff outside while I was doing that. So it's been crazy. But here's the thing: it's not. It this is not. I mean, not number one. Not all of the um, the windmills froze, right? So but some did. But that's not the real story here. I mean, right. 50, 50, 55% or more comes from natural gas and then coal and then, and then you right. know, nuclear and then wind. Well, if it was just the windmills, you guys would have been fine. Well, but here's the thing. It's cheaper to winterize a windmill than it is a nuclear power plant or a gas power plant. So maybe the answer is actually more wind. Yeah. Right. right. If, I, if I missed this, I had to step away for a second. But um, let me ask you, how cold did it actually get? 10 degrees. 10 degrees okay. above zero. That's Fahrenheit. Sorry, Canadians. Yeah. At, at the same time, we were about negative 10 degrees here in Colorado. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, could could Texas not have called somebody in Colorado and said, hey, <laughs> we're having a problem? Okay. But here here's the, here's the issue, right? Okay. There are three power grids in the U.S. And I don't know how this affects Alaska, actually, interestingly enough. There's the East Power Grid, the North Power Grid, and Texas Power Grid. So, if you were if if you were to have a huge cold snap in Colorado, you could potentially get power coming across the grid from California, right? Because you have a shared grid in the back east. They have a shared grid. The Texas grid is isolated. If we if all right. of our power shuts down, we have nobody to help us. Well, it's isolated and privatized, isn't it? Yes. And and the reason for that is because if we connect into your grid up there, and we could, it could it, we would be subject to federal regulation. And possibly dangerous ideas. It's socialist like, ideas, yes. Like, exactly. Like, yeah. You know, like the socialist nightmare we were suffering here in Colorado, <laughs> we were twenty degrees lower. And nice and comfortable in our houses. Okay, in Dallas, it got well, yeah, to. Yeah, it's a it's a false comfort, Ian. So in in Dallas, they 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 got it was it got to negative three, and and there was an and there was an article saying it's colder in Dallas than it is in Alaska, which at that well, moment was true. That none of this uh, uh, is about uh, making anything better for their customers. It's that they didn't even try to winterize anything. Exactly. The 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 whole story is they're trying to push blame off onto somebody else instead of instead of ERCOT who 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 failed to protect the grid but uh, but but, but uh, thanks to the people that are burning snow we know that the snow really was all a government hoax i knew it <laughs> it's the article I, I can't believe this this is what the funniest okay, thing okay, snow go, doesn't go exist. how can anything be that cold? We, we can move on i i, I needed to vent I, i'm done we, we we can move on i think i've i think yeah. i've made my <laughs> point right right frozen was a lie <laughs> They didn't well, even yeah. have any polar bears to break. Dumbass, let yeah. it go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't get me started on frozen. So, so the, these fun people in Texas who apparently don't really experience much of the winter weather um, got the weird idea in their head that snow, the snow that fell was all fake and government produced because you could do a video showing that it, um, if you hold a lighter up to it, it burns and doesn't melt. 
What? Um, yeah. Uh, but, um, the, the, of course, just like the, you know, we, we covered in the past the McDonald's stuff about, you know, the burgers turning right. into basic ch- beef jerky. These people don't understand the science at all because the science is basically what you're doing is, yeah, you're not going to get water because it's hot enough that the snow is going straight from a solid to a vapor. Yeah. yeah. And then the burn marks are actually just the grease from the oil in the lighters. Okay. How many people got their tongue stuck on poles? <laughs> you know, I, I think that uh, there hit a point here in Colorado where our snow was uh, was actually more carbon dioxide at that point than it was than it was water. <laughs> is that cold? Our huh? snow down here is a little more pee than it is water. I think. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a, that was about the point where uh, I took my cup outside and and uh, liquid congealed in it, but it was uh, it wasn't actually water; it was liquid nitrogen. Let me cover one more story because okay. so there, there there is a there is a power company down here called Gritty or Gritty and Gritty is a is a is a power company that lets you pay the wholesale price for power. So the 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 price of the power coming off of our grid varies in price depending on time of day, how much is being produced, uh, and a whole bunch of factors like that. So basically, you know, if 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 we're using if more wind is producing power than than we can use. The price, you know, collapses and it can go negative. Um, and so these people that were on gritty were were in a position where the 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 power price ha- was spiking to somewhere uh, in the neighborhood. Uh, I I don't know if this is the top end or not, but nine hundred no nine thousand dollars per megawatt. So my so some people are, are getting bills in the, in you know like for seventeen thousand dollars for for that for that week. And there and there's there's no there's no there's no cap. Right, whatever the grid price is, you know, you pay. And and the problem is that the gritty came out and it says that you know, with an unusual plate to Texas customers, leave us before you get it before you get a big bill. And so the, this company, um, it was told told people to get you know basically get get off. The problem is that a lot of that a lot of customers couldn't because other power companies weren't accepting new customers at the time. They right. they every they all went no. Couldn't the power company dissolve their contracts somehow? I I I, I doubt it. It's a private company that they that probably that's probably uh, probably not. So I, I don't know. I don't know what these people are going to do. My understanding is that what they what what some of these people have been told is basically you know well we can come up with a payment plan for you, but you owe us the money. You know it just sounds an awful lot like playing the stock market. Yes, you are yeah. not wrong. So I. I I have a I have a good while everything's good while everything's good and if everything is bad then suddenly you need yep. to get out of there yeah yeah and and to an extent you're right but I mean holy mackerel nobody foresaw this right and so that that it, it's a it, it's somebody's it's gonna have to step in foresee this because we knew that cold front was moving in a couple weeks before it hit okay I they, remember seeing yeah that's true about how all all fifty states of of the U S were going to be below freezing. And yes, and Texas did nothing. They and yeah. not only that, they ran out of of natural gas in places. Part of the problem was a shortage of natural gas. They didn't have enough on hand. I read another I mean, article that that says basically, you know, that 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 you know, basically they 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 tried to you know sell me on the new the green new deal and that wind was really the problem. That that because you know the these natural gas companies they can keep they can keep months worth of fuel on hand, but they didn't. They ran out of fuel. You moron. You know, I but in in a way, wasn't this cold snap actually um, actually predicted over a month ago? 
Yes. I think you're I think, you're, I, think you're probably right. I, I think it was predicted back on about December twenty third. Wait, oh, well, when it that's became true. winter. What? When it became winter. <laughs> so so no, the no, person no, no, who's no. Uh, no. who is in charge of uh keeping an eye on that kind of thing. But I like even Hawaii got hit with this. Yeah. Ericot. Yeah, this, this was a big thing. I remember seeing in the news for a couple of weeks about how, yeah, every single state in the US is going to fall below freezing, and that is yeah. a very rare thing. Yeah, they could have and they could have made plans, but they didn't. Well, it would have cost money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that that's one thing that's all interesting to see. Some of these more conservative states, you know. Here. Oh, we um we're not worried about maintenance and stuff because that costs money. We'll just deal with it whenever. It's like uh, yes, yeah, but then you're dealing with death. Here's what yeah. ERCOT stands for. This, this is this is fantastic. Yeah. Electric Reliability Council of Texas. <laughs> really? Reliability? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it sounds like they named it that ironically. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <sighs> yeah. Well, in some aspects. I mean, you know, I wonder, I'm, I'm going to get kind of far afield here, but you know, that never happens. Um, I wonder how much of this has to do with the evangelicals and the prosperity gospel. Because, you know, <laughs> of course, if if everything's going well and you're getting negative power bills, that's because God wants you to have negative power mm. bills. Well, remember, these kind of things are only supposed to happen to the sinners to wipe them out. <laughs> yeah, so... so and, and You have to sin somehow for getting getting your pipes bursting. Yeah. So you you talk about this being like playing. Well, if the... anybody wants to sin and burst my pipes, I'm open. <laughs> Send so you... email to dumbass. Uh, my phone number is five five five. Are you a duck? <laughs> <laughs> so you talk about this being like playing the lottery. So there's a guy, uh, Jerry Jones, a Cowboys owner. He he owns a um, a power company, and and he basically he cashed in on the surge. Yeah. Um, according to Bloomberg, uh, you know, pr- prices soaring to you know uh, to thousands per through uh, million million bridge. He he he's going to make out big. He was he you know he was bragging about yeah. You know, basically, I mean, he, listen, owning a owning some sort of power company down here is I mean that's 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 like printing money like any oil and gas business. I, I mean it, it it's bad. <laughs> All right, but what's this? What, what's our victory for common sense? Let's move on. Let's get off this because <laughs> because otherwise I won't. <laughs> A victory. Uh, Denver successfully sends mental health professionals, not police, to hundreds uh, of calls. So they defunded the police. Is that what you're telling me? There's no more police up in oh. Colorado. They've been defunded. <laughs> no, but once more, I, I think we talked about this before. Defunding the police is not the right term. I really want to it's bad. better term than that. It, it's bad. It's, it's real. It, it, it's moving around the resources. Reeling back the funding. Yeah. That doesn't sound quite as catchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But um, so yeah, apparently here in the Denver area, they have actually successfully defunded the police. That they 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 um have various um mental health professionals doing the calls, and they're working out just fine. You know, they go in the place. No, you know, you you have these people come in who don't come in aggressive in any way, who go and you know d- deal with these actual issues of people that have real problems that you know really yeah, they shouldn't right. be arrested. And you know things don't get escalated, and they're able to work things out. And oh. what was the team was able to respond to 748 calls. They didn't require any assistance. No one was arrested. Um, yeah, I mean that's what they're trained for, right? The police yeah. aren't trained for that, right? And, and that's the problem. 
Right. Wait a minute, Ian. Hold on. In this process you're talking about here, where they send out mental health professionals, where where do people get uh, get shot because of a situ- situation escalate? Well, they probably only get shot if they actually needed medical care. But it wouldn't be by the police. It'd probably be by a um, licensed physician of some kind saying, oh, you know, let, let, let's give you the, the, um, the shot you need. Like a COVID but vaccine, it, yeah, right? So you're saying that nobody gets, nobody gets a lead injection in this process? Because I don't like that. <laughs> that ain't America. Yeah. yeah. But so, you know, we basically see, you know, what has been being requested is, and the article ends is talking, a, um, the idea is it's not a one-size-fits-all response. Every incident is different. And if all you do was to send out the police to every single one, yeah, that's why you get some of these hostile things. But if you send people out there who are going out there specifically, hey, we're, we're not threatening to you. Um, there's a, you, know, you, you guys had an argument and stuff. Let's see what we can do to help you out. No, no one's going to be in trouble. We're not here to try and arrest you or place blame or anything like that. And go so figure it out. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I doubt they have tranquilizers. <laughs> you know, that's not uh, the tranquilizer thing is not good. Uh, considering how you know you can have uh, you can have really really adverse reactions, even if you get the weight right, which is very very difficult. So basically, but, bottom line is that that actually. You know, routing those funds to a to a resource that's actually capable uh, and trained to deal with them works. Yeah, and, and you're going to not have the issues of uh, um persons having a mental <clears throat> suffering from mental illness of some kind and uh, reacting violently and wrong getting shot. You're going to have the people say, "Okay, he, he, there's some something about him. Let's try and work him um with him to calm him down and get him because yeah, he's running at us, but that we're not going to try and shoot them. We're going to try and talk them down, try and calm them, kind of work with them. Cause that, that's one of so the most. So what you're trying to tell me is that a man in a police uniform is not the most calming thing for somebody <laughs> going through issues to see. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Interesting. I, don't like, I, I don't even like seeing a police car drop in behind me. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. When I'm not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you immediately check. Am I following all the laws? <laughs> yeah. And then you yeah. get caught for uh, for going under the speed limit by ten. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they, then uh, they pull you over, receive you're stoned in Colorado. Yeah, make, make no mistake, I, I am a uh, I am a man of Anglo-Saxon descent with uh, no apparent criminal record outside of some past past moving relations. Bullshit! You get out of tickets by showing cleavage. Come on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that's that's just that's just playing the game properly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we do it as a society. Even though we know the police are supposed to be there to protect us, we do have a kind of an aggressive response to them because we do automatically oh, I'm in trouble now. Sure. And yeah, but, you know, and especially if you are kind of like, yeah, I'm not in control. But no, there's so much to, to how this makes sense, and the, the more it gets used, the more it's probably going to prove itself to be effective. But like I said, part of the problem was the initial idea of defunding the police. It was bad. Oh, the conservatives can all use that. And look, they don't want the police at all. It's like, no, we want to, you know, ha- have the money where it's going to do the most good for the people and for society. Yeah, I agree. So, Mac, you get to take us out. Last article. You get you get one here. Okay. Because you got five uh, articles here. Yeah, I know. 
So one of the things I, I, I saw this article a little while back, the there's been a long held belief, uh, you know, basically, I guess it's a conventional wisdom that people in countries with poorer sanitation, poorer refrigeration, et cetera, et cetera, eat the spicier food and they eat the spicier food because it keeps them from getting sick from anything, you know, anything growing in the food. So basically bacteria growing in the food, um, mold growing in the food, et cetera. But they eat the spicy food because that's what keeps them from getting sick. And that's what that really people thought that I mean, because because here's the thing is that it, it is a fact that that, you know, capsaicin is antimicrobial and antibacterial. But you would have to store the food with the capsaicin. If it's already moldy or already infected with the bacteria, how, how, how would eating the, the capsaicin prevent you from getting sick from those things? Well, the, the theory is that the capsaicin acts as an antimicrobial in the body, but really it just it's more likely to irritate you and make you sicker than it is to keep you from getting sick. Um, nope. Anyway, what they did in this was they, they the study team examined over 33,000 recipes from like 70 different cuisines containing 93 different spices. And they didn't find any correlation between, they didn't find any correlation between um, spicy food and, <clears throat> and then the, and not getting sick from that. Right. That, that, that would have been what I would have guessed. Yeah. I mean, it's easier to assume that if, if you've got people who are in areas with poor refrigeration mm-hmm. and, poor food hygiene it's easier to assume that they're also used to those things sure but also you know they probably eat the spicy peppers because they grow better in those climates so they're there yeah. right i mean that's probably well, why and they may eat the spicy peppers because they just taste good well i like them right i eat them yeah yeah and tango would agree with you yeah so yeah, that's pretty cool all right so tango being a bird he's got a lot more uh, anyway uh, so resistance yeah uh, anyway it, it talks about Darwinian gastronomy, which means basically that because we live in an environment, it's a theory that because we live in an environment that we choose foods that are more fitting to that environment based on our instinct. Sure, that makes sense. You you, you eat locally, right? You eat what's available. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to adapt to it. There's a a huge logic there. This is what's available. Okay, you have to get used to the spicy food and you're going to start. Yep. Makes sense. I think that's it. Say goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, everybody. You've made it this far. That's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Sharealike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Kennold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.